nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Dismissing everything about the Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to Tipperary for another hour. How is everybody? We've got a few people in the room. Can you let me know if you can hear me okay? I tell you, I have to ask specifically tonight because I can't hear a thing. Uh, thank you, Lottie. I can't hear a thing. I've got another ear infection. So um, if I'm talking too loud or if I'm talking too low, you're going to have to tell me because really and truly, I honestly can't hear very much. So um, welcome back for another week and thanks for joining me. I um, I don't have anything particular prepared tonight, okay? Because I know we had a couple of guests on and we had a couple of different things going on over the last few weeks. And I do have, guys, a really, really special guest coming on next week. So if you can, I know I'm live as well on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok and you want to have, I want to join us next week, guys, please come on at this time and join me on Podbean because I am going to have the best dream interpreter on with me. His name is Paul Gill. He's also a hypnotherapist, okay? So he can talk to us about that also, but I'm super interested to hear about uh, the dream interpretation. Um, I have spoken to Paul before and I have heard him on the radio before. He's amazing. So if you have any particular dreams that have been worrying you over the last while, Please, you can send them in to me during the week or, you know, we'll be bringing a few people on to come on live and talk to Paul about their dreams or um, if they have other issues that they feel that Paul could help with with regards to the hypnotherapy. OK, um, I don't think he's going to be hypnotizing anybody um, live, but he will be able to tell you if hypnotherapy can help you with specific problems. So please do come and join us um, next week. Um, and Tia is telling me on TikTok that she's been to see Paul. He is absolutely amazing. So do come on live on Podbean next week and uh, we'll pick Paul's brains until he has none left. OK, so um, that's next week, the 24th of November. OK, so for now, let's uh, stick with the 17th, which is where we are today. One thing I did want to start off chatting about, and I think we may have touched on it on a previous week, was connecting with animals. OK, but um, for those of you who are on Podbean, if you have any questions that you want to ask about mediumship or the spirit world, please send me a request to come on. You're more than welcome to come on live and join in and just have a chat um, because I did start this podcast to answer any questions. I know that um, it's not always possible for people to ask the questions that they want to ask. And I wanted to, to set aside this hour every week for specific questions, not necessarily, you know, asking your loved ones in spirit, but anything about the process, anything about developing your own spirituality or stuff like that. OK, so if there's anything that you want to ask, I put lip balm on my lips and now I'm I feel like I'm chewing it. I put too much on. Um, so yeah, please, you can send, if you're on the Podbean app, there should be, um, on your screen somewhere, uh, request to come live or request to join Sandy live, something like that. Hey, Megan, welcome. Thanks for joining us here on TikTok. 
Oh, not on TikTok, on Podbean. I'm looking at TikTok when I'm talking to you. Uh, from New Zealand. Okay, so I did want to, because I actually put up a TikTok, if anybody does follow me on TikTok, I put up a TikTok during the week about a connection that I made with a little doggy in the spirit world. And this was a really funny dog. Okay, obviously I couldn't fit it all into like a 60 second TikTok. But I put down, you know, that the dog was saying that the his owner had slept with him the night before he passed um, because Mary's saying she loves my TikToks. I'm, I'm, I'm just not one of those creative people. I find it very hard to think of something um, to put on TikTok. So they're getting fewer and far, and far between. And it's been really busy lately, too. But that poor little doggy had come through and he'd mentioned that his owner had slept on the floor with him on his last night. So as it happened, his owner had brought him home from the vet uh, for his last night. OK, and um, yes, uh, she did sleep on the floor with him because she wanted to be with him on his last night. and He was too sick um, to even get up on the couch or anything like that. So. Um, so that was happening. But then he was talking about how she had found all of his um, toys and bones and stuff that he buried in the backyard. So when they were digging up the garden, so after the, the poor doggy died, they made a decision they weren't going to get another dog straight away. And they moved. So right outside the back patio door had been this doggy's um, house, a wooden house that he had. And um, he was given out because they moved it. And he said to me, not only did they move my house, he really had like an attitude. Not only did they move my house, but they dug up all my toys, you know. So um, the story was that... After he passed, they did. They um, got rid of the doghouse and they dug up to put down a new patio um, in that area. So when they were digging the foundations for the patio, they found a lot of stuff that the dog had buried while he was alive. OK, and there was another part to it as well, because one of the one of the dog's favorite toys, which um, from memory, I think it was like a red bone. You know, like those rubber bones you can buy for dogs and they squeak when you bite them and um so the the you know the little toys for dogs that squeak when they bite them and he'd lost this um he'd lost this toy you know in the few days before he passed and um he hadn't been able to find it and even the owner had found it but it was after he'd passed that um she pulled out the she had like a big corner city thing and she pulled it out to hoover and that's when she found it and he told me that she started crying when she found the toy you know because that was his favorite so um it was very sad she was crying i was crying the poor little doggy was upset but you know he kept telling her that he loved her and that he misses her and all these kind of things and you know he talked about other stuff as well because she actually did used to have his mother um oh mary saying she lost her dog a year ago missed him so much and you know it's coming up to a year since i lost my dog too so i do feel it you know when anybody's talking about losing an animal and i have lots of cats as well in the spirit world um we, historically we were more cat people than dog people because i used to always be out at work during the day but once i started working from home that's when i got um dogs so um yeah so i miss my baby so much but um, yeah, it is. Um, so somebody's asking me, do I do mediumship specifically for animals? OK, um, and no, is probably the answer for that. I mean, 
if you want to have a reading to come and speak to an animal, that's fine. You don't even need to tell me that before you come. You just come for mediumship um, or I say book for mediumship. I don't have anybody to the house anymore. It's all online. But um, you just book for mediumship and who comes through comes through. So it might be a relative. It might be an animal. It might be a friend. You know, there's lots of different, um, you know, um, I suppose, beings, human beings, animal beings, whatever that can come through. And animals are a big one, guys. It's very, very common for either an animal to come through or for somebody in spirit to acknowledge an animal that they're in spirit with. You know, sometimes an animal, maybe a favorite animal that they had when they were a child or even it's funny because I'm teaching um, a mediumship class at the moment and I will actually be looking next week, just to give you a heads up, next week I'm I'll be looking for volunteers for these people to read. But I've been teaching this mediumship class and I had one of them read for me and um, she brought through a relative of mine who passed four years ago and um, he brought with him my dog that had died a year ago. Okay, and it's, I it was lovely for me to get that closure because, well, for one, I never get a reading, so I never get an opportunity to get closure. But two, because um, I'd been asking, when two of my uncles in particular that are in spirit, and for those of you who know me, my uncles were all like brothers to me. They were all like, it's like having five big brothers instead of five uncles, you know? Um, so... I was asking two of my uncles in particular to look after my little dog. Well, I call him my little dog. He was a German shepherd. He was quite big um, to look after my my dog for me in the spirit world. So for him to come through and acknowledge my dog with him, it was just amazing. OK, I loved it. So I know how important it is, guys, to get that message from your little animals. And hey, look, the way I make no apologies because I spend more time with my dogs than anybody else, even my husband, you know, because I'm here all day, every day. And I know you can't see it on Podbean, but, you know, just in front of my desk here, there's a dog bed and that's where my dog, um, you know, she lies out every day. I still have one German Shepherd left. Kelly said she lost her baby a year ago, got her cremated, and every day it breaks my heart. I have her in my sitting room beside me. Oh, and you can get some jewelry. So, guys, you've someone created, so cremated. So, whether you know, um, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a human being or an animal, you can get some piece of jewelry. Or even there's a girl down in Waterford that does stained glass, and you can have a piece made um with some of the ashes from either your dog or your loved one um in there and it's a great way you have her ashes in a chain perfect absolutely perfect okay so let me see who on tiktok nobody here is telling me i had no idea that you could connect to pets it makes me so happy oh courtney yeah you know we spend more time i'm in a haunted house what's the crack is the ghost nice for what oh emer <laughs> um so yeah Put the, you know, do something with the ashes. I found it great. My mother lost, um, she's lost four of her siblings, God bless her. And I had something meant for her for Christmas there. It was last year or the year before. And uh, so she can have all their ashes. They're in separate little, um, almost like charms, you know, and I have them on um, a brooch pin for her. So she wears it on the inside of her jacket or whatever she's wearing, but she can have them with her, you know, at all times. So that's really, really nice. OK, so. um, So, yeah, so about, 
you know, about connecting with animals. So somebody was asking me then on TikTok, you know, how do you connect with animals? Is it any different? All this kind of stuff. And the answer to that is no, it's the very same as connecting with a person. So when I'm connecting with somebody in spirit, okay, it doesn't matter if, you know, they come from Ireland or the UK and they spoke English or if they came from Denmark or if they came from the Philippines or Greece or wherever, you know, there's no language in spirit. So, it, there's there's never that barrier that I can't understand what someone is saying, is saying because it's all about feeling when you're um connecting with spirit. Okay, it's all about feeling and what they show you. They'll put little pictures in their in your head or whatever. Okay, um, and it's the same when you're connecting with animals because there's no language barrier. And guys, let's face it, you know, um, our animals talk to us, but there's just a language barrier there. We don't understand their language. But they definitely try and communicate with us. My cat talks to me all day while I'm walking around the house and she gives out to the dog, you know. So I'm not sure if the dog understands her but I because I don't understand my dog. But it's just a language barrier, okay. So, um, you know, animals are fierce perceptive. They know what's going on. And I had a cat that passed away a few years ago and I had this cat for 13 years and she was a little doll, but things started to give up on her. She was an amputee from the time she was a year old. So she was a tripod. She was missing one of her front legs. And um, after that, she actually did suffer. I know people will probably say, oh, God, Sandy, she suffered with a little bit of depression. OK, because she had lost her sister just before she lost her leg. And I think it was because she'd lost her sister. Um, she was out in the field with the horse and I think trying to cuddle up to the horse when she was cold. And the horse obviously kicked her, I'd say by accident because he was very gentle. But the horse obviously kicked her and her her shoulder bone was absolutely shattered. So she got that removed. So between the um so between the loss of her sister, the accident with the horse, the having the leg removed and trying to cope with the operation, she started to suffer with a bit of depression. Okay. Even though she lasted till 13. So we used to have this thing that you you plug in. I'm sure some people have heard of it. Okay. Um so you um yeah, you plug this in and it helps with um their depression their hormones or whatever but as she got older she started to get a thyroid problem she lost her hearing you know things were going bad for her and i used to do healing on her and you could see the difference in her she would actually lie on her back on my lap right and um she loved you know the meditation part the bringing in the spirit but the minute she sensed the spirit working on her you could see her pupils getting so big they almost actually took over her eyes okay and then she'd start hissing and she'd be looking all around me at all the spirits around and she'd start hissing and then she'd take off okay so animals are very very perceptive and you can always fell away that's the one that it's called thank you carrie that's exactly what we used to have for her and um you know Animals are very, very perceptive to the spirit world. So even sometimes I do recall um, a while back, I had this gentleman come through for someone and um, he was given out to his relative here because he was saying, I actually can't spend a lot of time with you because the dog goes mad every time I'm there. And she said to him, oh, she said, I was wondering what was up with the dog. I thought the dog was going mad. <laughs> So the dog sensed that he was there in spirit, okay, and um, the dog was barking and growling at him. 
So um, it was just upsetting the dog. So he wasn't able to come and visit her. So she made, she had to make a point to um, have some time every week where, you know, the dog was maybe locked in, in the other room for a while or whatever, so that um, her loved one could come and spend time with her, okay, without actually upsetting the dog. So don't we really run our lives around animals, okay? So animals come to us, and um, has anybody heard the, um, has anybody heard the term totem? Have you ever heard of the term totem? I think um, we mediums and psychics, we, we bandy these things around quite a bit. So a totem is an animal spirit guide, guys, okay? And totems come to us at the times in our lives where we need the most moral support, okay? So sometimes you might find that, you know, you're going through a stressful time and you might be standing waiting for the kettle to boil or you might be washing something in the sink or whatever. And you might feel a cat or a dog or something rub up against your leg, okay? And it might remind you of, um, you know, a pet maybe that you had at one point. Or, you know, um, you might know exactly which pet it is. Now, I'm talking about pets that aren't living, okay? That you'll feel this animal walking around you. Um but you can't see anything. There's no, there's nothing there. Okay. So they will come and they will make themselves known at the times in their lives when, um, when you you need them, you need that moral support. Okay. So for example, and I've, I've, I've made no secret of it. I've talked um, openly and freely about the miscarriages that I had uh, in the past. And I, um, we had um, a different cat actually at one point and um, I remember coming out of hospital and um, I'd been in hospital for three weeks and you know it was kind of hit and miss pregnancy and I hadn't miscarried so they said I could go home and bed rest so um, I, I, I was at home and obviously I'm bed rest so I was in my bed and I had this cat and oh my god she was just a pet and um so she was called Chicken Legs. Okay, it's a long story about the name. But anyway, that was actually the cat's name was Chicken Legs. And um, I remember the vet's face when I told him that one. And she used to stay in bed with me all day, every day. And she used to literally put her paws around my neck and cuddle me and, you know, look after me. And um, I, I obviously did end up having a miscarriage. And I was very sick um, after the operation when I came out of hospital and the cat never left my side, you know. So they're really perceptive to how you're feeling. And if they're like that in life, why would they not be like that in death? Now, I see somebody's telling me that they were told that their power animal is a dragon. OK, so I don't know. It's not my um, forte to talk about your power animals and all that kind of stuff. Oh, thank you, Carrie. It's OK. It's a, it's a while ago now. Um, you know, it's not my forte to talk about and tell people who their power animals and stuff like that um, is. But I would imagine that it would have to be some an animal that was actually a realistic animal, which I, I don't believe dragons were now. I'm open to contradiction on that, but I don't believe, I think dragons are something that were made up for stories and fairy tales and stuff. So perhaps your power animal was some kind of um, dinosaur or something. So I would imagine, yeah, that's what I thought Ross is saying. 
you know, that um, it would have to be. So, um, I mean, it would be a lovely thought that we have a dragon, you know, breathing fire at all our enemies and stuff like that. But yeah, I would, I would probably say maybe it was some kind of a dinosaur or something like that. Um, not to say that you're an old dinosaur, Ross, but, you know, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so does anybody have any questions um, guys about connecting with animals please send me a request to join me live because it's much more interesting if people aren't listening to just me <laughs> okay I can invite you in Ross um, do you think animals can see spirits I had a King Charles that was there on face for ages just after my lunch. oh hey Ross you're very loud can you hear me yes can you hear me I sure can okay um, okay. That, I'm on my husband's account. I got, I, I'm in Podbean jail. <laughs> Why? What did you do? I didn't even know there was such a thing as Podbean jail. Uh, I don't know. I made someone mad and I got banned. And so oh, it, I'm almost yeah, out okay. of Podbean. It's okay though. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm normally in here under the only crazy lady. Um, I know the animals oh, yes. see, see spirits and stuff. I swear my brother, part of his soul is in my dog. Okay. Well, I assume your brother was passed away before your dog was born. Then. And, uh, and it's always been like that, you know? Okay. I mean, I, I don't, I, I honestly believe, you know, that we could either have been an animal in a past life or we could come back as an animal. Absolutely. You know, I have absolutely no qualms about that. Um, how long before your dog was born was your brother in spirit? Oh, God. Um, well over 10 years. Okay. Okay. Because I was actually talking to somebody about this, um, and I will come back to your question. Who asked that question? Rach, I'll come back to your question in a minute. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and I know that, um, you know, th there's always exceptions to every rule. And if you look on um, YouTube, there's some very interesting videos about children who um who are who can tell us about their past life you know um now all of these children as it happens um well the majority of them they have amazing past lives um as in one of them was um oh what's her name the girl from the war that was locked in 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 the office oh Anne frank sorry i couldn't just think of the name there for a second so one of these girls was Anne frank and um, one of these little boys was a um, a, fi a fighter pilot in the Second World War, you know, and they come back and, and they tell their stories. Now, amazing stories, and I don't doubt it for a minute. But my own belief would be that someone would nearly always be in spirit for quite some time before they're reincarnated, okay? But, and I say to you, I'm, I, I'm not doubting your story about your brother because you know your brother's mannerisms and you know your dog. Um, has anybody ever heard um, people talking about the soul splitting in spirit, that part of our soul can come back, but part of it can stay there? Yes. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. I, yes. have, I haven't looked much into it now, I'll be honest with you. Um, the, the, the way it was explained to me sure. when I had that question, you know, uh, is that our soul is like, a, it's, it, it's a massive and yeah. It can like each time, it, it you know like it it, it shatters. Sometimes it may only shatter in two different parts. Yes, you know, that's like when uh, 
when you met someone and just, just like you knew everything about them, like your soul sister or your soul brother. Yeah. Um, there are some that believe that, you know, that could be another part of your soul that, you know, that's why you guys are, are gravitated. Okay. Toward I mean, each other. I, I do 100% believe in soul groups. I, I do. You know, um, not necessarily that we would come back here and be the same. Like I, I might not be my mother's daughter in the next life. I could be her mother. I could be her sister. But nonetheless, we're connected. Is that what you're talking about? The connection yeah. that we have with each other. Yeah. 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 You know. And, um, go on. Sorry. It. Yeah. And I just. Because, yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's it's possible. I I I um you know it's feasible you know, to, to maybe send part of yourself back and maybe keep part of yourself in the spirit world. I don't know. I, I I'm trying not to think too much about it because I'm thinking, God, after I've been through this lifetime, you know, which isn't an easy life, and especially with the way things are at the moment, um, I'm thinking, you know, do I really want to come back? But obviously, that's definitely something that we're going to have to think about. Um, so who else is telling me here, Helen? Helen, do you want to come on and tell us what you heard about soul splitting? Because I, I have heard a couple of different things, um, you know, and I think it's an interesting topic. It's not something, as I say, that I've looked into a lot, but to get a few different viewpoints would definitely be great um, to see the different way that um, people um, have perceived it. I want to um, stay with you. What's your first name? I know you're not Ross. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's Stephanie. Crazy lady. Stephanie. That's what everyone calls I, me. I've seen you lady. on here before, but I... Yeah, I, I do like names, the show. They, they go in one ear and out the other, I'm afraid. So apologies for that. So you can help me answer Stephanie. some questions. Yes, Stephanie, you can help me uh, answer some questions. So, okay. Rach is asking, do you think animals can see spirits? And she had a King Charles that would stare at space for ages just after my mum died. Yep. I believe it. They can. Yeah, I believe it too, I have to say. Um, and... You know, sorry, Stephanie, I know I'm talking over you, but we, um, in my home house where I grew up, say my, my mother's house, my granddad died in that house. And my niece always used to talk about the man in the corner where we had the head of his bed, uh, where he was when he died. And my niece used to spend hours when she was um, a baby and toddler playing in that corner and laughing with the man, as she used to call him. But also any animal that we had, any cat or dog or whatever that we ever had, they used to go over to sleep in that particular corner, you know, and my granddad was a great man for animals. Um, so I firmly believe that they can perceive it a hundred percent. Okay. So we've also got Emily joining us live and guys, any of you that want to come on and join us live to, to join in the chat, uh, you're more than welcome. Hey, Emily, thanks for joining. I'm just going to do one more question before I come to you, if that's okay. So Kelly is telling us that her dad had a cat for six years and she was missing for months. He went into hospital and when he came out, the cat returned home and never left his side. A few months later, my dad passed, the cat disappeared and never returned. Wow, I love that story. It's almost like the spirit of the cat came back. Emily, if you have something on in the background, can you turn it down or mute yourself just for a minute? Sorry, I'm just getting a bit of feedback. I absolutely love that story, Kelly. Thanks so much for sharing it. And, you know, we all hear um, 
Has anybody ever heard the story of there's a hospital in the UK and um, on the cancer ward in the hospital, they have a cat that predicts death. Okay, I know this sounds, I can't remember exactly where it was, but I remember reading an article about it. And basically this cat just showed up on the ward one day and the cat um, came in a window and went and went to a lady's bed and wouldn't leave this lady's bed, spat and scratched the whole lot. So they left the cat there. The lady said she was fine to have the cat there and the lady passed away the following day. And then the cat left. And the cat showed up again a few days later, went to a particular bed. It was the same story. And that person passed away that night. So they have this cat that still comes to the hospital. And whenever anybody is near death, the cat comes and sits on their bed. So whenever the cat returns to the hospital, the nurses watch him and whomever's bed this animal goes to, they ring the family and ask them to come in because they know that this person is going to pass within the next 24 hours. Is that amazing or what? I'm going to have to see if I can find the article. I'm going to be Googling half the night now because I just thought of that because ages ago when I read it. But this cat actually predicted death. Now, that said, although the smell will be all over the ward, there is a smell of cancer. And I don't know if anybody ever visited a cancer ward, but it's actually possible to smell cancer. And, you know, this is the way they train dogs to um to sense some kind of illness you know they have dogs that can detect cancer they have dogs that can detect epileptic fits they have some dogs that even can detect when somebody's going to have like a heart attack and stuff so there is a smell off of some um diseases and some of them that only animals can perceive okay so emily sorry i you came on there and i ignored you where are you from Are you still with us, Emily? Okay. Egyptians believe that cats were guardians of the dead. Well, it's very true, you know. Um, I think somebody has to be, don't they? <laughs> I think that is totally mind-blowing, isn't it, Michelle? You know, I mean, it must be petrifying for somebody to see the cat come. I'm, I can't remember from the article if the patients were actually aware of this, but the nurses were definitely aware of it. Okay, some people can see death. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something now. And, and, you know, you're going to say that I'm absolutely mad. Right. But this is true because I tend not to make up stories because I see enough mad things in my life. But my mother was in hospital in Limerick uh, a couple of years ago. Okay, And obviously I went down to visit her. And uh, are you from Argentina, Emily? Okay, so you're probably not understanding a lot of what I'm saying. I'm getting a lot of feedback, though, so I'm going to mute you. Okay, because I can hear television or radio or something in the background. So anyway, I went down to see my mother in um, the hospital. And if anybody, I know some people are abroad, but anybody that's Irish, if you've ever been to Limerick Hospital, Limerick Hospital, it's like a TARDIS, okay? And it's so hard to find your way anywhere. And there was a lot of work going on at the time. But um, I'd asked directions and I kept getting sent back around in circles. And um, as I was walking down the corridor, there was people walking towards me because the, there was like a smoker's yard in this part of the hospital. And next thing I looked up and there was this one person and all I could see was like a skeleton. Um, I couldn't actually see this person's face. It was like I could just see them as a skeleton and they were walking very, very bent over. And um, I often wondered if that person was close to death 
or something was happening. I don't know why I saw it. And I, I can tell you they weren't wearing a mask. It wasn't Halloween time or anything like that. Okay. But, um, you know, I, I just saw it like that. So I don't, because I didn't know the person, I didn't, I actually got such a fright. I didn't want to go up and ask them. But um, I'm like, are, are you very close to death? <laughs> I mean, how would you word that anyway? Um, but, and such a big hospital, if it was a small community hospital, I'd probably been able to find out who it was. But unfortunately, not in that occasion. Um, and Kelly's saying that there was also a little Yorkshire Terrier uh, called Max. He passed seven weeks after his dad, her dad passing. Kelly, all gone, all at the one time. Some deaths do smell different. Yeah, um, you know, I have cousins that are nurses and they talk about it a lot. Oh, listen to this. Maggie saying that her dog knew that she had a blood clot before she knew herself and he saved my life. Animals are so in tune. That is just amazing. I mean, to some extent, I can understand maybe sensing the epileptic fit or something, but a blood clot. Wow, because I'm sure a blood clot just smells like your blood. So how did he know? God, I'd love to know that. Did you say it to your doctor? Did your doctor have any explanation as to how the animal, um, you know, sensed the clot? Because that's amazing. They keep, and they keep changing wards now. Oh, that's about the cat, is it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Emily, can you hear us? I don't want to have you on and not being able to talk. Can you hear me, Emily? Yes, I can, ma'am. Oh, you can. Hello. Did you want to ask a specific question or you just wanted to join in the chat? I just wanted to join the chat and... Nothing. I don't have any specific question, actually. No problem at all. You're more than welcome. So Maggie's just given us more on that on that story about the dog sensing the blood clot, and she said um, she couldn't believe it. She, um, the dog even sensed what leg and the location of the blood clot. Guys, that's just amazing. I'm going to look into that more and see if that's actually a thing. Because, you know, we've all heard of, um, you know, guide dogs and emotional support dogs and epilepsy dogs and all those kind of things. But that is absolutely amazing. And Stephanie, you're on. Stephanie, please feel free to talk. She's saying that her oh, dog. Don't I forgot I was listening. You're all right. <laughs> it's a good thing you weren't giving out about me. <laughs> right. I was just sitting here, you know, just, you know, lost in, in thought, you know, because I mean, I've had pets that were like, they were my pets, but I've had two animals that I know they were my, my familiars. They were, you know, uh, guides, for lack of a better word, you know. Were they more to, like emotional support kind of dogs? No, they were just, no, they were, well, one familiar was. Um, a guardian in, oh, okay. in, in my, in my, in my religion, you know, it, he just like, I don't know. He just hung out and he only like hung around my altar and only like, he would only live up on me when I had to do work. Other than <laughs> okay. that, you know, he like would leave my house and like do his own cat thing. Yes, of course. And then, um, I had, uh, one animal that kept bringing me spirits cool so you felt like this was almost like a medium pet if you like yeah yeah, yeah. like you know one of those and things why hard not? to explain 
And because, but, you know, I, I do believe too that because the dogs can perceive, you know, spirit easier, it's easier for spirit, you know, to maybe use the animal as the way of coming through. Yeah. And they you can know? see orbs too, you know. Um, oh, 100%. You know, the, the balls of the energy and stuff. Sure. Because uh, sometimes, like, my dog would be looking at something and I'll go and I'll be like, what are you looking at, dude? And sometimes it's like, oh, okay, that's what you're looking at. And yeah, they 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 sense stuff. Yes. I always say, trust they, trust your animals. They do. They know they know a lot more than we do. <laughs> oh, definitely. You should um, <laughs> you, you, I should have my dog doing the show. She's probably much more um. <laughs> much more talkative than me today anyway maybe because uh, as I say I haven't been well so the energy isn't that high today and Emily Emily you're live please feel free to talk pet Emily's telling us that um she had to have a procedure done to see if she had breast cancer and the cat slept next to her the whole night okay um and if it was the night before was it the night before the cat slept with you Emily or the night following the procedure no, actually, it was uh, just uh, the very same uh, night that I came back from the procedure. Because okay. He usually doesn't give up two cents about me. Um, even when I pick him up and he usually looks behind my back and kisses and always he's always stirring something behind my back. I mean, I turn around and there's nothing there, so I don't worry. But he scares me sometimes. Oh, and uh, they can do. And and that night, I mean, when I feel bad, or I mean, I had surgery like two months ago, and uh, when there's something regarding my health, uh -huh. he's always there, like they're sleeping with me or just uh, going around and want me to pet him. But oh. other than that, he's just like ignores me completely like i don't exist he's a living totem <laughs> he just wants Basically. to be there to give you the support 100 percent, and i love that um i just want to ask you a question stephanie because it, it just dawned on me when you you wrote it here um because i'm not necessarily familiar with with, with the term familials can you explain what you mean by that so people are aware um Familiars is like I don't know the they're like animals that they're connected to you. Oh, okay, okay. You so know, they're, in they're, way that, they're a connection. Um, so in the way whether that it be I, to a spirit world, you know, some are uh, like oh, the same. Every witch has a cat. Oh, uh, okay, but they would be living <laughs> animals, not necessarily spirit animals. Um, actually, I've I've used some of my. Like when I found like my dog's baby teeth, sure. I keep it. I throw it on my altar, and I've used those teeth and you know, in in protection bags and stuff. So yeah. Okay. You know, okay. You know. Cool. Okay, so there's, there's just some kind of connection, but uh, yeah. not necessarily spirit. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Maggie, I definitely believe in this. We're always saying the same dog was definitely here before in human form in a past life. And, you know, um, I think, you know, Stephanie would definitely agree with you on that, Maggie. Um, but she's saying that she feels that some of her brother's energy is there because she recognizes some of the traits of the dog, which is amazing. Yeah, What's attitude. The most... Sorry? 
the attitude and there's just sometimes like you know i'll look at my dog and i can hear my brother and it's like and it's the same look you know it's just like yeah. almost like you, you yeah almost like the dog is talking to you but you know what he's yeah. saying yeah and this I is all attitude oh, attitude <laughs> What's the most unusual animal that has come through for me? Okay, Eileen. Well, to be fair, um, it's it's only really been cats and dogs so far because um, kind of that's, you know, the most people that, you know, I would read for here in Ireland um, would have just cats and dogs. And, you know, we tend, you know, so they're the kind of people that tend to come through mostly for me. I haven't had anybody come through or come yet looking to speak to a horse or anything like that. Um Although I imagine that would happen at some point in the future. I often try when I'm walking, not that I walk that much on our road because it's actually quite dangerous, but sometimes I would go for a short walk on the road and um, there's some animals or uh, horses in the fields around. And, you know, I'd be just kind of um, trying to connect with them um, in a life form first. Because, you know, how you live your life, how I live my life uh, reflects in my mediumship. So therefore, I feel that because I've always been surrounded just by cats and dogs, that that's probably why I'm only so far getting cats and dogs. Um, but, you know, I do try um, to be more friendly with other animals. Um, they're not necessarily always friendly back, but I do try it. Horses are actually very curious creatures. So if you put yourself in a field with a horse, but turn your back on it and ignore it, they're more likely to come to you. OK, I wouldn't suggest getting into the field with strange horses, though. But, um, yeah, I've done it. And the horses, you might wait a minute or two, but they get more curious than anything. There is nosy. Uh, and the same with the cows. We have cows all around us here where I live out in the middle of the countryside. And the cows are always so nosy. They'll right. always get you at the gate. <laughs> yeah, they will. So, um, Rach is saying, I have my dog on video watching orbs all around the room. She has since passed and I love to watch it. Oh, that's so cute. So the dog was um, very aware that spirit was around, you know. Um, that's amazing. I must actually, I, I've been meaning to check because I have the video from, it must be a couple of years ago now. Um, I'll put it up on my Facebook again or maybe, I put it up on my TikTok, I think, um, about where there was orbs in my hallway. And back um, at that time, I used to see people at the house. So there was people in and out all day and spirit all around the place. But um, it was around Christmas time or coming up to Christmas time. And the amount of orbs in the hallway was just unnatural, you know, um, and you can see them. And I had to cut the bit out because my son came down the stairs in the middle of the night uh, in just his boxers to get a drink. So I cut that bit out. But it was like, you know, it was like the orbs were so curious, the spirit was so curious. They followed him into the kitchen to get his drink and followed him back out of the kitchen and followed him up the stairs. And you could see three or four of them in a line following him back up the stairs, you know. They're like little, it's almost like you have a little dog or a cat following you around the house. Like they're so curious as to what's going on. And I love that. Now, I didn't do it because I don't have software that's good enough. I'm sure if you're a photographer or anything like that, you'd have software that's good enough. But sometimes I'm told that if you um, have a good picture of an orb, that you can actually enlarge it and sometimes see a face within it. OK, now I did it here um, a few years back for before we were given out to about using those lanterns that you light and let off into the sky. Um, so um, I did um, 
you know, write all the names of the local people and people from my Facebook page who had lost anybody to suicide. So I I wrote all the names on there and um, we let them off up into the sky. And the last one that was going up, I took a picture of it as it was going up into the sky. And there's very, very clearly the face of a young man on the side of the lantern as it goes up into the sky. And I must go back on it because I'm pretty sure that someone commented at the time and said that she knew who it was and that she'd sent in his name to be included when I was letting those lanterns off. Um, so you can actually see sometimes when you enlarge stuff, you can see the face on it. Um, and a lot of people have done that with orbs. So if you if you, if you clear picture and some good software to um, enlarge it without losing the quality of the picture, then you should be able to see something within it. Do you think your loved ones sometimes come back as your pets, Eileen? Just ask Stephanie because she's um she's definitely got that. So her yes. brother spirit is part of her um dog. Um, I definitely feel that there is reincarnation, and I know that we can come back as animals. Um, so Stephanie's just after adding the last piece to that puzzle that her brother has been reunited with her uh, through her dog. So I guess the answer to that is yes. You know. I'm not surprised anymore what can happen in this world, to be fair. And it's, so, it's, it's true. Isn't because, yeah, because um, Jake has come into my life like I would at the, my, the, my most hardest, you know, and, it would be, and, it, and, if, and if Anthony had lived, there were like all the times when Anthony would have sure. been here. And mm-hmm. my dog acts would have acted just like I would perceive my brother would have acted in that same stressful, you know, or whatever moment, you know. Yeah. Um, he's got it's, just, it's his eyes. He's I got his personality traits, and he's, yeah. And, and and it's the way he he'd look at you, isn't it? It's the way an animal looks at you that that you know. Yeah, it just it's is exactly like, you know, the same way that your brother. Yeah. Because he, he he gives me looks like yeah, don't be doing, don't be saying that stuff, you know, because. You know, I ain't right. You know, sure. it just he had his whole face. You don't have a dog face at all. Oh, <laughs> well, I think we don't see our pets as animals anyway. I don't see a dog when I look at my dog, or I don't see a cat when I look at my cat. I just perceive them to be my my family. You know, and Kelly's saying that you know she has her dog fourteen years now, and she's been her absolute rock, and that she's been through so much that she wouldn't have been able to cope with without her dog. That's amazing, Kelly. Um, what was the weirdest thing that happened to me? In what way, Stephanie? Like, well, I mean, like, ha-ha, you know, like, yeah. With spirit. Yeah. Not, I don't know. There's been so so many things, like, over the years. But I always think, I suppose, the, the not necessarily funny, but the the most amazing thing I think that Spirit ever did for me was save my life that time in Germany. Um, I think everybody's heard that story. I don't want to bore people. Is there anybody that hasn't heard me tell the story about? I um, haven't heard it personally. Have you not heard it? Okay. So very quickly, um, when I was a teenager, I lived in Germany. I was about 17 and I was out running one day, just having a a jog. And where I lived was very Bavarian and it was just all... um, it was just all vineyards all around, okay? And um, there was, I lived in a small village. Um, and it, for miles and miles, you could go for like 
forever without seeing anybody. So here I was, I was jogging along. Now it was, it was the 90s. I had a very cool personal cassette stereo with the lovely old fashioned um, headphones. Remember the ones with the orange foam on them? Yeah, yeah. If anybody's as old as I am. And um, so I was jogging along listening to Simon and Garfunkel and I heard this voice really loudly shout, run! And I thought, oh, here, I've got someone now walking behind me or something and they're taking the piss, you know, because I was running. And so I turned around ready to give somebody a piece of my mind and there was nobody there. So I thought, what the hell's going on here? And I was kind of, you know, kind of turning around like in the middle of the road thinking, there's somebody hiding in the vineyard somewhere to, you know, taking the piss because I heard the word run again. And just the next minute, this car came out of nowhere and the car went past. And you know when a car has music like really loud, you can actually feel the vibrations almost as it passes. And this car passed and I was looking at the car and there was four or five guys inside that were looking at me as it went past. And then I heard um, the voice again saying, run, run now. Uh, there was an expletive in there. <laughs> Run like now, okay? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I just ran and I felt really stupid. I was in the middle of nowhere. There was no one around. And I was running down between these vineyards. And I got in between two. They're planted in rows of two. And I got in between the two. And um, I waited. And a couple of minutes later, the car came back and stopped right at the top. I could see it was like I was looking uphill, you know, at where the road was. And I could see um, five guys get out of this little car and they spent about 20, 30 minutes looking around and they were going in and out between all, all, the vin all the vines and they were looking for me. I couldn't understand all the German they were speaking, but I could understand some words. And after about a half an hour or so, one just shouted at the others, um, she must be gone. And they all got into the car and left. And I um, I waited another 15 or 20 minutes uh, before I came out. And then I ran home, but I ran through the vineyards rather than back on the road. Um, so I always figure, you know, that my life would have been very, very different or maybe would have ended that day if I hadn't heard that voice from spirit. Because I, um, years later, I read an article in a magazine and it was about a girl in the United States and she'd ran away from home and she'd hitchhiked and she was picked up by this guy who was very, very nice. And after a couple of hours driving, they stopped for something to eat. He bought her something to eat and she went to the bathroom. And when she was in the bathroom, she went to wash her hands and she heard this voice tell her to climb out the window and run. And she looked behind her, said there was nobody there. And she looked over to the window. And in order to get out the window, it was open, but she'd have to climb up onto the sink and climb out the window. And she was like, why would I want to climb out the window? And the voice said to her again, do it now. And she said, I completely ignored it, she said, and walked out of the bathroom. And when she got back into the truck with that guy, he kidnapped her and he kept her for eight years in his house, locked up in his house for eight years before she managed to escape. And I was thinking, like, what would have happened to me had I not listened to the voice, you know? So I think, you know, as regards like, wow, or like a life changing experience, that was definitely has to be up there because I can even hear the voice in my head. And I really believe that I knew who that was. Um, I believe it was a relative of mine that was calling to me. Um, he'd only died a couple of years before this happened. And um, it just sounded so like him, you know, Um when I think of it. So that's probably the strangest thing that's ever happened to me, but a life saving at the same time. 
Um, so I think I've seen that video where the curtains are moving. Yes, Kelly. So that's the orb video. Absolutely. Um, every time I have not listened to that Spidey voice in the back of the head. Sure. I should have listened to him. So yeah. I just, but this I, wasn't a voice, voice in the back of my head. This wasn't, a, this was like a, a voice, you know, like, um, I can't remember what the word for it is like, but you know what? There's a voice, but there's no body. There's no person there. Yeah. Yeah. Disembodied, the spidey very, voice. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, I call him the spidey voice or the, you know. You're talking about your intuition. Yeah. It's, yeah. But this was not intuition. This was literally oh. a voice. It was shouting at me to run. And Carrie's saying, I love if my cat came back to me when she passes. She's 12 and has kidney disease. Oh, God bless her. I hand reared her since she was three weeks old, and I don't know how long I've left with her. Could be months, could be years. You know, that's awful. And it's funny, Carrie, because um, I actually, the guy that did my last tattoo um, was a Romanian guy. He's actually since moved back to Romania. But um, he was talking to me when I was getting my tattoo done, and he had a cat, I hope still has a cat, that um, had a kidney disease. And he was looking into the possibility of getting um, a kidney transplant for the cat. But the only place that does it apparently is somewhere in Australia. But there is medication. There's medication that the cat is on, but he could only get this medication from Romania. So I don't know if you know anybody Romanian or any Romanian vets, but the Irish vet told him that there was nothing that could be done for this cat. So every single month, his mother sent this medication over from Romania for the cat. Okay. And the cat was doing absolutely fine on this medication. So it might be worth looking into now. I know this guy, he was based at Kilkenny, but he's since moved back to Romania. Um, so, but I, I can't remember his Instagram name. Message me. And I'll send you a link to his Instagram page. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. And you might be able to message him and ask him about the cat uh, with the kidney disease. How was Loftus Hall? Hey, Eileen. That night I was down in Loftus Hall. Like, you know me, I'm I'm sick every second week. It's just been so busy at work. Um, but I was sick as a dog going down to Loftus Hall that night. So I couldn't feel a thing. But I went anyway because I wanted to experience it because I knew it would be my last chance to experience it. So I've had better nights. But um, yeah, look, I just wanted to go there for the atmosphere more than anything else. Okay. Um, some comments now are relating back to things I can't remember that we were talking about a while ago. Sorry, I'm only scrolling down now. Okay, so Maggie's saying something similar happened to me, but it was a house fire. Saved my life, and I believe it was my grandfather who had passed four years previously. See, I agree. They're always looking out for us, and, and there's very few times that they can actually help us with something. So when they can, they tend to. Okay? Oh, Carrie's saying she's on meds and a special diet. I've often heard a male voice. This is Michelle. I've often heard a male voice call my name just before I fall into a deep sleep. I have not recognized the voice. I wonder if it would be a... um. A spirit guide because when I was a teenager and I was trying to push away spirit I didn't want to connect with them and um I have a spirit guy that used to come into my room every single night and he used to get really frustrated he used to pull the duvet off the bed he, well we probably didn't have what we used to call a continental quilt back then but I probably had um blankets and stuff and the um 
he used to pull them off the bed and he used to shake the bed. I had the single bed. I was in the, the smallest room. I was the baby of the house. And um, like this went on for years. So um, it may not necessarily be a loved one. It might be your spirit guides trying to get your attention. Maybe you're ignoring some signs around you or maybe you're ignoring them where they're trying to connect with you. I say, you know, that sometimes it's best to make the time for them while you're awake. Okay. So, um, you know, just sit down in a peaceful room for five, 10 minutes if you're not scared. Okay. And don't be scared of them because they're nobody that will do you any harm and give them the time to communicate with you. If you can hear them before you go to sleep, there's no reason why you couldn't hear them in the middle of the day. Okay. So tell them, give them a time to be there. Um, may I ask you something? Of course. Um, as regards to that, um, you know, calling our names and all that. I usually hear someone. It's mostly a man. Yeah. And I hear it most of the time when I'm walking uh, downtown or wherever here around the city, uh -huh. like someone's calling my name, or either my full, uh, yeah, full name or just my nickname. Sometimes uh, in a quiet voice, sometimes an angry voice, like, um, paying attention to me and I turn around there's nobody there so how how do we do to I mean to take the time and connect with them because I usually ignore them okay so um and this only happens kind of when you're out and about kind of in, in where there's people around and stuff like that yes Okay. It sounds to me like, obviously, um, do you work as a medium yourself, Emily, or have you been doing spiritual work? Uh, not at all. Okay. Well, obviously, there's the ability there. I mean, I, I do believe that everyone has the ability, but you know, some people it does come to a lot easier. So it sounds to me like, now, I don't know, because obviously, I haven't read you or, you know, connected with your spirit guides or anything. But it sounds to me a bit like maybe that, you know, um, the people around you that their spirit that is with them might perceive the fact that you're able to hear them or able to connect with them. So like you might find that you're maybe in a shop and you know, that a uh, spirit is speaking to you. And then when you leave, then it's a different spirit. Does that make sense? Yes. So it seems to me, and it happens a lot, you know, um, when I'm in hotels and stuff, you know, that I, I'll perceive a lot of spirit around because all the people that are in this building or all the people that are on the street or whatever, they all have spirit with them. And when they realize that, oh my gosh, look, that, that girl can hear us or that girl can see us or whatever, then they're all saying, see that woman over there carrying that bag? That's my mother. Will you tell her that I'm okay? Or, you know, that's my brother over there. Tell him that I'm fine. You know, so you get all these people that are trying to tell you that you know that they want to connect with their loved yeah. ones there yeah so i guess one, that's what one it time is. one time it happened that i was a, my my dad is a farmer so sure. therefore he has a house over there and all the family was there and my nephew he asked me for a cup of tea so i was fixing him a, a cup of tea uh -huh. and and i was I mean, doing my thing, I was not paying attention to all the things around, and I asked him, I said, do you want some cookies with it, or what do you want to eat? Yeah. And uh, and he said, cookies would be fine. And all of a sudden, I see my nephew coming in to the kitchen, 
And I say, okay, here are your cookies. And said, no, I just want tea. I don't want cookies. That you just told me you wanted cookies. I said, I was in the yard playing with the ball. So no, you were not talking to me. And I was like, what? Okay, let's get out of here. Let's have the cup of tea outside. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody in the spirit world wanted some cookies. Yeah, uh, so you they did. <laughs> you seem to be very clear audience, okay? Which is an amazing gift um, to have. Even I'm calling it a gift, an amazing ability to have um, to be able to hear them. So work with it. Give them a time where you're going to be able to sit down and write down what you get from them. Okay, because, um, you know, generally they come through or they, they want to talk to us or connect with us when something's going on, you know. So is it their birthday? Is it their anniversary? Is somebody else's birthday? Or is there something going on for somebody? See if they've got a message. Okay, so write okay. down what you get from them. But try and give them maybe 15, 20 minutes once or twice a week. They will love it. They will. Uh, thank you. Okay, so I want to go back here on a couple of questions that I saw before we finish up. And guys, I love just the conversation, so please don't be afraid to come on live with me. It's absolutely fine. Okay, so Nicola says, when my sister was a kid, under 10, she was about to cycle down a steep hill when she heard someone call her name. She couldn't see anyone, but she got off the bike and walked. She always thought it was her auntie who died when I was four and my sister was three. Oh, she was only 35 when she passed. Oh, your poor aunt. But she came back and was looking out for your sister. Isn't that amazing? And obviously, because we don't always think of it, but obviously where she was going to cycle down was very um, dangerous. I love that story. Um, okay. I did a meditation one time to find and connect with spirit guide, but it was unsuccessful. Is there a reason why I couldn't connect with spirit guide? Okay. So spirit guides, think of them like teachers. Okay, so if you remember when you were in school, we didn't necessarily know anything or have conversations with our teachers. They came and they taught us and they gave us guidance. Um, and we didn't even know their names. We called them Miss Dunn or Miss O'Brien or whatever it might be. Uh, think of your spirit guide in the same way. Some of them won't want to be your friends. They want to be there to guide you. Okay, so um, they may not connect and talk to you on any particular level like I have one guide and you would have several by the way I have one guide I know his name is Francois um, and I know that he was a healer when he was here before because he comes and helps me when I'm doing healing for somebody okay so um but you know I was working with him years before I got a name out of him and he's the only one of my guides that I've got a name for okay so um you know you don't have to have a conversation with them you don't necessarily need to know their name to be able to call on them okay so if they're not stepping forward and and, and you know don't want to talk about themselves that's because they're here to guide you so instead of trying to find out stuff about them Ask them if they can help you with different stuff. Maybe even ask your spirit guides if there's someone special to you in spirit. Ask them, okay, well, you know, that's okay if you don't want to talk to me, but can you help me connect to whomever it is in spirit? Okay, so, um, you know, I hope that works for you. Um, Carrie says, does everyone have a spirit guide? We all have several, Carrie. Um, and yes, there's plenty to go around. Um... Sometimes they come as thoughts, your spirit guides. Yeah, they can come kind of like intuition, I suppose, um, would be my word for that. Um, any message for you, Eileen? So 
Um, I'm going to have to go offline on Podbean now, but I really enjoyed. I don't know if I'm going to have any success on messages tonight because, as I was saying, I've been sick all day. I have a terrible ear infection again, so I'm going to have to go and see a specialist soon, I think. But um, I, so I don't know. I'll remember you in my prayers. I'm going to send some energy, loving energy. Thank you, because I've tried everything um, with these and I'm taking this horrible medicine that my herbalist gave me. Um, So the medicine might kill me before the ear infection does. But um, I've actually, in order to actually stay up uh, late enough to do the podcast, I had to take Norfen. So I may not be able to connect this evening. But I thank you from America. Thank you so much. Um, so before we go, I went to the store, was missing my husband extremely bad. I was in the jewellery department. I saw a watch that had written across it, hello, beautiful. It took my breath away. I immediately talked to myself. Bill sent me a message because when he was alive, every morning he would wake up and say that to me. Do you think it was I told a you, Jill. Oh, is that Jill, is it? Yeah, um, that's 100%. 100%. It is, a, it is a sign. Yeah, without doubt. Um, I know you say it just caught your eye, but you wouldn't even have seen it or thought about it uh, without his guidance to that. Oh, I'm so sorry that you lost your husband. Nicola, this is the quickest hour of my week. Whenever I get talking about spirit or anything spiritual, the time just flies. Uh, thank you for joining us, Helen. I'm sorry I didn't do readings this week, but as I say, I'm not convinced that I will be able to do any because of the fact that I took medication. And when you're working with spirit, it's um, an unwritten rule. You can't take anything because by taking a Norofen, I took it to kill the pain in my ears. Oh, Jill, Jill's friend bought the watch for her. That's amazing. Um, uh, by taking a Norofen to kill the pain in my ears, I've deadened my senses. And that's what painkillers do. Um, they deaden your senses so that you don't feel the pain. But therefore, because the senses are deadened, um, it can be much, much harder to connect with spirit because you're not necessarily feeling it in the way you should. Well, thanks, Helen. I'm sure it'll pass in a few days. I'm on antibiotics, double antibiotics again. So I'm hoping it'll pass over in a few and days. And everyone, as you go through this next week, something yep. tells me, take just at times when you're just getting like the, you know, when you're feeling like, I don't know, out of sorts, remember. Yep. Take a deep breath in, hold it for a uh-huh. minute, and when you release it, say, what are you being upset about? Is it yours to own? Because if it isn't yours to own, don't carry it around. It's not yours. Well, that's true. Just to let everything go and let it out with breath. I'm just getting a lot of feedback um, from you, Stephanie. I'm not sure what the, the ticking is or whatever. Just so I don't know. Um, no, it's, it didn't mean for you to go mute, just so you know that it was just hard for me to hear because I can't hear properly as it is anyway. So I wasn't sure what you were saying there for a minute. It took me a minute to get my head around it. So I think what Stephanie was trying to say was just to breathe out everything. Okay, so take a deep breath in. And as you're exhaling, and Stephanie, please come back on if if I'm right. As you're exhaling, I think she's asking you to just let all the negative energy out with your breath. Okay, and um, I I didn't catch what she referred to. I think it was a stone. I'm not sure. Um, As I said, my hearing isn't great tonight. So, guys. technology has not been my friend thank you so much Stephanie I couldn't have done um tonight without you because I was just feeling so poorly so it was lovely to have you on and guys thank you so much for joining me for another week please 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 do come on next week because um I have to say you will listen to Paul 
skill forever. He is amazing. And if you have any dreams that you want to talk about or find out about what they mean, please send them to me and we'll schedule that you can come on live. Okay. You're here filling my purpose (laughs) and helping me to fill mine, Stephanie. So I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much. And I will see you all next week, folks. Thanks again for joining me. Um, It's been amazing. Good night. Discussing everything.